please understand the current market the best you can and if you don't get it ask questions Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode 13 of Mealy Stocks. We're part of the Slap Stocks Network. As you guys know, myself, Jamil, and uh, the Slap Stocks team have teamed up to form Mealy Stocks to bring you these weekly podcast video casts. So I'm looking forward to getting into this episode because this is really, really about you, uh, the customer. And I wanted to talk a little bit about my perspective as a shop owner, understanding uh, what I've seen in the change in customers since I've just opened the shop about two and a half years. So let's get into this in just a moment. Uh, before I do, I usually give a little plug for something that's going on in the shop. Um, but I have kind of a special announcement this week and I want to uh, bring it to people's attention. So here goes with that. We have had an opportunity to get to know a family that's really close to us. They're called the Mathis family. And they, uh, they, they endured a, a tragedy recently. Their daughter, oh, sorry, let me take that off screen. Their daughter, um, Shelby right there um, and her three-month-year-old were uh, were killed recently and uh, we're trying our best to do some stuff to really support the family and the two children in that picture right there um, Alyssa and Dallas as you can see we are trying to do some stuff to, to, to raise money for them um, to take care of them just to help them out the best they can there is a GoFundMe um, it's been awesome there's been a huge outpouring of support as you guys can see um, the link to that is in our Instagram post. So if you go to our Instagram post, you can find it. Here's just me uh, talking about the situation. But there's the Instagram GoFundMe link. Um, if you don't want to give uh, to a GoFundMe, because I do know they take some fees, I think, um, you can always uh, give to um, the shop. And what we're doing is we are uh, compiling gift cards that are Walmart, Target, and um, Publix gift cards. If you'd like to send them to the shop, we're going to give those to the family. Or if you don't want to do that, there's a third thing that's come up, and it's been really awesome. Panini, um, the Panini, uh, is supporting us, sending us some cases, and they've donated some cases. We're going to sell those cases, do a break on Friday this week. So that's December eleventh, uh, I believe, uh, Friday this week, where we are going to break those cases, including one of them being Hoops Premium Edition stock, which is um, not even released yet. So that's something that we're going to do an early release break on. All of those proceeds, every single thing that comes through the shop will go directly, including that break. We will post all of that break information on our website tonight at 8.30 p.m. On, this is Wednesday we're talking about. We'll have three breaks, including the hoops, a clearly Donruss break, and a mosaic football mega break. All of the proceeds will go to that family. I know this is just a very tough situation. It's even hard to talk about, but I do. I would ask that you guys, the hobby community, the Muley Stocks, the Slap Stocks community, uh, would give to that, whether it be the GoFundMe, whether it be sending us gift cards uh, to give to the family for, to help raise those children, or if it would be supporting that break, which will be Friday. Uh, we'll have that on our YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter platforms. We'll, have, we'll, we'll do the break, but you have to sign up for the break on MealyPops.com. So there are some ways you can support. I would love it if you can. The hobby community is the greatest, and that's really what this episode is about today. So that's a perfect kind of transition is the 2020 customer. And so for me as a shop owner, um, just a little bit of a backstory, we've gotten to know uh, so many of you guys over the past years. And I think this this episode is more so based on the 2020, 2021 customer, what the customer looks like, what the customer is understanding or maybe not understanding. 
And I'll compare that a little bit to maybe 2018 when I first started. And then thinking back to when I was a customer buying cards in you know the 90s and the 2000s. So let's get into it. Um, I appreciate you guys. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy everything to everybody out there, and let's get it. So the first topic that I want to bring up, which I think is probably a no-brainer with the 2020 customer, is the focus that a customer has now on grading. So <laughs> let's take a time a time jump back. When you were opening packs or you were ripping items, when you open something and you hit a big car, let's just say it was a Michael Vick Chrome rookie or a LeBron uh, Tops rookie, or an autograph of Jordan out of Exquisite. You know, all these kinds of things in the early 2000s, 2000s, um, you didn't think, oh, I'm gonna immediately grade it. What grade does it get? What grade is the auto? What does the card look like? Are there surface issues? What you thought about was, um, wow, this is a dope card, and I'm putting it in my collection. Grading was kind of a, a side thought. Now, when we look at stuff, and you open Panini Prism, which wasn't even a brand, you know, 10 years ago, you open, you know, Bowman Chrome, Bowman Draft Baseball came out this week. Um, you think immediately about the grading element. And I think almost every customer I know of that is new or even old to this game in 2020, 2021 is, has, has got a keen eye for grading. So if you are getting into this and you're looking into stuff, I think that's a, a massive shift in how um, the, the the hobby world has changed. Now, there are thoughts on that. You know, right? now, there are thoughts of people saying, well, why should I care about grading? Because I just like the car for what I like the car as. And I get that. I totally and I totally get that. And I'm a little bit more of a purist in that I just I love cards for what they are. But there is an element now in the card world that is incentivized with monetary value. And when you do have a pristine or a gem mint, there is an element to that where people now um, in the hobby and the customer are looking for that. Also, um, to go along with this uh, focus on grading, um, <laughs> the idea of selling raw cards. This has become very tricky. And I've talked about this in some of our previous episodes. But very very tricky to sell raw cards because most people now expect a card to be a gem mint and that just doesn't happen um cards out of packs aren't always gem mints they're not pristine when you buy a card on ebay you can only highlight so much of a card you know we don't have the technology to to, to go over every single detail aspect of a card you do the best you can in a listing but i think that's an element that we have lost in that the 2020 customer is so focused on condition and grading that they may have lost a little bit of the hobby element of understanding and appreciating the card. Um, won't go on to too much of a tangent, but just making some of these cards that Panini and Tops and Upper Deck puts out, it's incredible how they make these cards and the technology they do it. So just kind of taking back a second, I, I do believe that the 2020 customer, um, just even in the last couple of years, has completely shifted to a massive, massive focus on the grading element of a card, how the card will grade, and then of course, um, what will the grade get? How much does the card worth? So that's a that's a big element, and that is going to kind of bleed into some of these next points I have. All right, so big element grading. Second element that I believe is is just a, is, a, is another really really cool aspect of how the 20, 2021 customer has really changed is that there are so many different marketplaces, right? So buying and selling and trading of cards, you know. Let's just start with trading and buying and selling, right? You know, trading. There, there are elements on the websites, forum sites, and um, you know, shop setups where you have trading days. And uh, you know, at the national, you know, Ryan and his card collector do the massive trading day they have. There's people dealing of cards, and the way people can trade now is so. Um, it's just so tangible. I mean, trading with somebody across the world, even you know, getting those cards that you may have never, never thought even existed. So you have the trading element, you have the forum sites, 
You have um, websites such as ComC um, and some other websites out there where you can um, you can you can buy items, complete sets. You know, not have to pay too much money, um, which I think is beautiful as well. You have um, side marketplaces, and I haven't even said the the e word yet, right? Side marketplaces like My Slabs and um, these places online where people are posting slabs. You're able to buy cards with low fees, um, and 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 I think it's just kind of a really unique thing in that the fact that we have, you know, all these different alternate marketplaces. I've only just talked about a few of them. Uh, another one that you know that we talked about really is just the, is just the idea of eBay and, and how eBay has come such uh, such a long way. I just heard the other night, you know, eBay is going to be doing some new things to help people with um, low um, low. I'm sorry. <laughs> their phone's going off in the store. Uh, it, helping people shipping with cards that are under 20 bucks. And there's going to be some unique things with tracking and low shipping. So the marketplace for collectors and the marketplace for the 2020 customer has really been become just a beautiful, awesome place where you can obtain cards so quickly and obtain cards that you've been looking for for a long time. Um, I do think that's a unique thing for, for the customer because now they can take their cards, trade them, and sell them or buy them on these different platforms. Now the card shop, <laughs> which I have seen, um, has to change as well. And I've talked about this in some of our previous episodes about having the modern card shop and what the modern card shop looks like. Go back and watch those videos because I think in this world, if the card shop is not changing, websites, breaking, grading, um, in-store promotions, community involvement, if we aren't doing those things, we become very stale and I am seeing the stale card shops, and I'm not going to name names or point fingers, but people who aren't willing to change really suffer when right now it's one of the best times in cards. So kind of have to put that in consideration, you know, as you look as a customer. Customers, you guys are smart. You're going to find places to buy and sell and go to get the best deals. Um, Wax, it's a whole other world. Um, shout out to, to some of the guys that, that I, I've really followed opening a shop, RBI Crew and Indie Card Exchange and Bullpen and these guys out there. I watch them and they, they are competing with the online wholesalers, the blowouts and the David Adams and the Steel Cities, uh, the card shop. I mean, we do a lot, but they're they're really competing and, and offering prices that are awesome. We do that on our website. We try and keep the prices the best possible because we want people to get that because we know you'll get them somewhere else. So um, I think that is just a massive element of the 2020 customers, how you've understood the marketplaces and props to you. That's education and, and, and changing and capitalism really uh, at, at its at its finest. So, all right. Next point I want to make, which this could be a little controversial, but stay with me. The understanding and misunderstandings of value, and I probably could do an entire episode on this. I probably could talk, you know, for hours about this. We've done it with people in the store, but just the idea that you know now everybody is empowered with a smartphone. So whether it be an iPhone or an Android or whatever you have, you think that you understand the market. And some people do, and they know how to understand it, and they understand how to, to, to substantiate value. But the 2020 customer, I think, has actually become inundated with this, and they're actually missing a lot of it. They're misunderstanding values, which is a problem. Um, you got to do your homework and understand how to look up accurate comps. You also have to know how to look up comps on such a platform like eBay and understand when a comp is being manipulated, such as shill bidding, um, things that are selling buy it now versus auctions, um, the quantity of things that are on eBay, for example. 
Um, so this is an actual a massive, massive, massive issue that I see with the new customer. So I've, I've done a lot of pros for the new 2020 customer, but this is a con actually. And then I said, I, I believe that 50% of the customers that I deal with that are brand new to this understand values and they get it. But I believe another 50% of them don't understand it and they have a hard time getting it. Uh, one of our uh, um, sales folks, our customer service, Joey, he was um, in the shop the other day. A guy walked in with some, some cards to sell. And the guy was quoting PSA 10 prices on those those cards. I mean, and I get it. You always want the most money for your card. I get it. I get that grind. But listen, he was convinced that his cards were PSA 10 cards and was quoting those prices, wanting almost 50x what we were going to offer. And or, uh, I think it was 10x, not 50x, 10x of what we were going to offer. So there's elements of people who are getting into this game, maybe sneakerheads and other people that are jumping into the card game, and from the investment side point are missing understanding the value. So a graded card is not a graded card unless it's a graded card. Remember that, right? So please, please, you new guys that are getting into this, the 2020 customers, the 2021 customers next year, make sure you do your homework and understand how to use values. 130 points, shout out to them. Uh, sorts of, shout out to them. Um, watch count, shout out all these different websites that allow you to see market data in a very unique way. Um, the app, I can't even think of it so much. There's so many things now. I'm going to look at my phone really quick to tell you what it is sold for, right? There's so many different things out there uh, to check out when you're trying to understand how to substantiate value. So in saying all that, please understand the current market the best you can. And if you don't get it, ask questions, go to a local card shop, go to your breaker, go to um, a forum site. And if they don't give you the right answers, find someone who does because understanding value is key. And, I, and I'm, I'm not, this isn't a shot to anybody, but a lot of the new um, breaking elements and a lot of the new kind of things that come up sometimes in the car world aren't always necessarily accurate and they, they don't always know what they're talking about. So make sure you're doing your homework and understanding value, understanding the market. It's a very key uh, element to, I believe, uh, the 2020 customer. And then lastly, this is my last kind of point here, I think for the 2020 customer versus guys that I saw back in 2018 when I first started the shop <laughs> is the wax dilemma, right? Is this dilemma of how can I, as a, as a you know, uh, middle-class individual, lower-class individual, whatever, would make an X amount each week afford wax anymore, right? And, and I think this has become a massive, massive um, just, just point of, it, it brings a lot, it gets a lot of people angry, but the new customers aren't are also, understanding the price point of wax in terms of buying wax to invest in it to rip it which is really a gamble um you can sometimes make your money back or make more on it but that doesn't always happen and i think a lot of people getting into it believe that buying wax i see this with retail all the time people go nuts on retail but sometimes even on retail even though it's cheaper you still get hosed on it so um there's a lot of elements with hobby and and retail uh with buying wax at the new customer i think um is is aware of and how expensive i mean let's let's talk about prism football it came out at a thousand dollars a box it's hovering at that price last year at this point i think we were selling prism football 2019 for 200 250 a box same thing with a uh, basketball 1819 i remember selling 1819 boxes for 180 bucks 1920 boxes i had it 400 on release day and maybe that thought that was crazy 1819 basketball right now hobby box six thousand dollars uh 1920 hobby box uh, 25 or 20, uh, uh, I think it's $3,000 crazy amounts of, of money in wax. 
Um, so there's a lot of elements to the, the new customer and understanding what's going on, um, understanding wax. And I believe the older customers um, were ripping more freely because they could afford it, right? Whereas current customers um, may be ripping but may not be seeing the payouts that they once once were. And I do think that's kind of now shifted into breaking, allowing you know people to buy the teams that they want, allowing them to buy the, the, the players and things that they want and PYT breaks and stuff like that, draft breaks, getting a hit. So something to think about. Um, I, I believe the 2020 customer is well-educated. I believe you guys are, are doing the best you can when it comes to buying and selling. Um, but I think there is some elements there that we can brush up on and move, move forward to. I watch a lot. I watch how people buy. I'm seeing a lot of people buy more singles, which is great. I think that's a great thing for people to buy and trade singles. I'm seeing a lot of people getting into breaks, loving that element, the gamble of it. Um, I think that's great for the shops and that's great for a lot of other reasons too because it, it, it opens product. We don't have products sitting around. Tops, Panini, Upper Deck have done a good job of not mass producing like we see in the 90s. That's why I don't think we're going to have this, this, this bottom out like the 90s. I think we're starting to see it now where there's a limitation to all this stuff and there's not a lot of wax to go around. So those are some, some points I have. I look forward to keep doing more of these episodes. We'll, we'll talk more about even some of these points we brought up as we move forward in the uh, the slab stocks, uh, uh, muley stocks world. Um, really quick, one last plug. Um, if you're into buying single cards, and this is a kind of another good transition, uh, we have our session 28 of Muley Pops Madness. I believe this is the last one we're going to do before Christmas. Um, we might have one after that, but this is the last one for Christmas. It may be the last one of the year. I'm not 100% sure. If you don't know what Muley Pops Madness is, it is a single card sales on Instagram where we sell a gazillion amount of cards. Uh, we Put them, we price them really cheap. We sell a lot of slabs. So please check out Mealy Pops Madness this week on Instagram Live. Saturday, uh, December 12th, 9 p.m. We go to about 11.30 midnight. But we move cards left and right, baby. Best place to buy cards on the internet. Let's go, baby. All right, till next week, I'll see you guys uh, for episode 14. Have a great time. Please, please go support uh, the Mathis um, uh, charity auction, uh, charity things that we have listed. You can go back and begin the episode and see all that. But until I see you next week, See you, have a good day, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all of you out there.